It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock it iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. Get to buying and gripping, then to selling and flipping. Over to moving and shocking. I'm Scrooge Welcome, fellow Uplanders, to another episode of the Epics Podcast. I am your host, Too Stupid to Win, and today I am joined not only by Thank Me Later, as always, but I am also joined by uh, Left House. So, we come back from episode 100 with very exciting guests. How are we doing tonight, Thank Me Later? (laughs) <laughs> good i you dropped out for that entire intro uh so that was fun you just came that was awesome yeah i saw that i dropped out I so dropped i just out. kept talking until i booted back in nice well done <laughs> uh, that that's the good thing when you control the recording and are monitoring everything you you can tell that hey i gotta keep talking till i get everybody back because it's just me myself and i yeah. Yeah. And uh Left House, it's great to have you on. How are we doing, my friend? Oh man, it's incredible to be here. Wonderful to be here. It's great to be here with your fine, lovely voices. Oh yeah. It's uh it's always a pleasure and uh we we arranged it for it to be myself and Left House and then uh and then uh Thank Me Later's plans had to be rearranged, so we said why not? Let's keep the plans going and have all three of us on. Um, we do have a episode, and I won't. <laughs> That's you. right, an episode. That's it. <laughs> no, that's it. No more. That that's what I like having. <laughs> no, it's a it's a left episode. <laughs> there we go. We got a left episode. I like it. Because left a left episode, if you will. Ooh, a left episode. Nice. I like that, that sounds like it needs an ointment, honestly. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Terrible rash. Terrible rash. What is Terrible. this? What's that look like to you? Anyway, this left episode was uh, recorded on October 28th, 2021, and this is episode 101. So we did give away a lot of UPEX last episode, and we still have more to give away. And we do have the answer to the script read. And drawing the winner, uh, we'll talk about the Halloween legits and the buildings, um, things that we're anticipating here in Upland. And uh, we'll talk with Left a little bit about what he has going on over there on the Upland Action News, because he's always got something going on. It's nice that he, he expanded just from talking about Upland. He does his daily show that talks about everything under the sun, crypto, Upland, all kinds of fun games. He has all kinds of guests on, so they always have something interesting. If you uh, don't miss, if you miss it live, you can always catch the replays on YouTube. Um, And I guess before we get too far into it, we'll get the views out of the way. The views, information, and opinions expressed on the Epics podcast are solely those of myself, thank me later, and any guests of the podcast, which this week is Left House, and do not necessarily represent, reflect those of Upland Me, Inc. We're not employed by or provided insider information from the Upland team. All discussions about properties to buy and sell are not financial advice. Please do your own research first. Oh. So, other than that, how are we doing this week there, thank me later, all in all? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm super jazzed about this Halloween thing. Um, I've I've been very bullish on the Jits in general. Um, this is actually a legit that I'm excited to have for its utility, not for its profitability. The NFL PA legits, I was super excited because I can see if it takes off like it did top shots, I've positioned myself to uh, make a very good profit. Uh, but the Halloween legits, I'm super excited about because housing decorations, limited edition explorers, it's got the cool stuff that I want as a player. Um, and uh, holiday, limited edition holiday, anything inside of games are always super valuable and super sought after and revered. Like, holy crap, you got the first year edition of the holiday decoration or the holiday explorer. Like, wow, I want that. Like, they're always valuable. So how hard did you go into it? I honestly, so, you know, I I talked a little bit previously about how I'd been selling my UPEX pretty aggressively. Um, So I didn't have as much as I wanted. Uh, If I would have had my 14 million UPEX that I had sold through, I probably would have spent 14 million UPEX on it. Um, I only ended up spending about 3.5, but... And I'm still spending, by the way, because I'm still buying packs. 3.5 million? 3.5 million, yeah, yeah. Jeez. I, I, I just cannot stress how incredibly valuable I think these are going to be in the future. <laughs> um, the, the, the housing decorations every Halloween, like, it's going to be a resurgence. And holy crap, how did you get that? I want it. Um, and... Right now, I mean, it's, you know, I think that there's actually more decorations going to be sold this year than there are houses in the game right now for pretty much all of them, which is interesting. But next year, that's definitely not going to be the case. And next year, you're going to have, like, the new stuff, which I'm sure is going to be cool as well. But, man, the retro, like, those are going to be super rare, and that's going to be awesome. Plus, if you think about, like, so they just announced the – the contest for the decorate the neighborhood, right? And it's number of ornaments and variation. I think that this is going to play a key part in future neighborhood contests. I was really hoping they would do a point system, and I'm not saying that they won't in the future, where between your like um, mundane or whatever uh, and the bizarre, and then your eldritch will have different levels. But even if they just keep it to your variety, that means that if you want a winning neighborhood, you're going to need a mix of 2020 and or 2021, sorry, 2021 Halloween and 2022 Halloween to have the best shot at high variation because that, that's going to give you the most uh, mix. So I, I can't stress enough. If you have 20,000 OPEX, go buy yourself a pack. <laughs> So how many of the legit packs, because there was only um, a couple thousand of those out there. Um, are you talking the $5 packs, the yeah. ones that are just like legit? Yeah, the $5 packs. I, I bought packs. as many as I could. I think I only got like three or four. Um, those were great deals. They sold out. It was super cool. If you were in the store, like, and they you were, were just like, trickling you know, down. Get- I was just watching them count down because they only had 2K. 
So right, it was like that was so neat to watch like live, like holy cow, people were eating that up. And I think that's what people missed here. Also, was a lot of people were talking that hey, you know, there's uh, one point, you know, there's. 1.4k of the small townhouse version two package a small townhouse package there's 1.8k and i don't think people realized how many properties were actually in the game versus you know how many properties had structures on them built and how many you know maybe an oversupply which is very smart on your part for getting them now yeah, I mean, because you're not buying. I mean, it's cool. I'm decorating all my buildings. Genesis Building has it. All of my Alamo Square buildings. I have, I'm pretty sure I have an Eldritch um, apartment now in Alamo Square, which is super cool. And I think I put an Eldritch on my Genesis property. Like, it's fun to go decorate them. It's really cool to see and just browse the neighborhoods. I think... This is su- this is the first thing. Like, I mean, last year, I guess we had the spud, like, decorating contest with, like, the little statues and shit. Right. But, like, this is now taking what you've already invested in, right? You've spent the spark to build these structures. You and your communities have come together. You're building lots. You're, you're trying to create fun groupings and themes. Now you have an opportunity to take it to the next level. To me, this is what it's all about. This is what it's going to be. I love the idea that it's seasonal. So I, I'm as much as I'm like, damn it, I, I can't believe we're going to spend thousands of dollars on something that's going to go away in a week. But, like, I do that in real life. Like, I bought – I'm the house that gives out full-size candy bars because I don't ever want to get TP'd or egged. So, like, you know, I'll go out and buy and make sure I do it nice and give, you know, kids diabetes like you should – and, uh, you know, I go, oh, why not do it in the game? I- I'm super excited. I cannot stress how excited I am about this. I'm on my nine-minute cooldown for all. I'm only buying the small townhouses and, and the townhouse. I'm not a big fan of the ranch house in general, and I don't have enough UPEX for an Eldritch, another Eldritch pack. Nice. So, Left House, um, what did you think yeah. about this whole release, and how, how hard did you go into the... To the well, I I mean, I just got one and then I just heard thank me later speech and I just, I'm like, he's right, you know, and I just picked up another one and now I'm waiting eight minutes and I, and I have like, you know, about 20,000 up, except maybe I have some in my little thingy, but uh, yeah, I think he's right. But there's one thing I wish, I just wish, and this is something like when I bought the, uh, the, the NFL legits, I, uh, I wish that the pack didn't open like I did it. I wish I could keep it in the pack. I bought doubles, you know, of some things. I wanted to open one for myself, keep a pack for maybe later. Maybe I'd open it later, you know, because I couldn't wait. Or, you know, to save it to sell in pack later on at a later date would be awesome. I hope at some point that they they add that, that that functionality. You know, like when we get a pack, we don't have to open it right away to get into the game because that's how it seems to be right now. Yeah, that's. Would you agree with me on that? Thank me later. Would you like to be able to keep some in pack or no? Uh, it's an interesting quandary. I mean, with the NFL legits, it'll never be packs, right? Because that's not because that's not the buying mechanic that it's ever going to be with essentials and moments. Like it's all going. It's going to be a completely different buying mechanic than packs, anyway. But something like this 
where you're actually buying. I can see the appeal to it. Um, and I know a lot of people like the pack value. Uh, yeah, I could see both sides. Honestly, but, no. and I could sell you a pack that's unopened in five years. Wouldn't you be excited to be able to open that? I mean, uh, yeah, that's fair because like, um, I'm a big, uh, magic, the gathering, uh, fan and player. And yeah, like going and and like I remember spending a good chunk of change to get an unopened Legends pack. Like it was like, oh man, like and I've since bought a bunch of like crazy packs and stuff. And it is there is something to be said for that tingle you get in your no no place when you crack a pack that's like <laughs> that old or like you know just that valuable. Like oh yeah, but. Yeah, I don't know if it's the same with digital assets. Oh, because absolutely, it's the same with so? digital assets. You I know? do too. There's a lot of top shot players, even though there's no mechanism right now of them being able to sell the pack. You got people hodling a whole bunch of packs, and it, so yeah, digital assets is still the same, and that that would be great if you could have been able to hold on to these and sell it next year or two years from now, you know, stash a couple away and people would be excited mm-hmm. because, and I think you'd be more on board with this. Thank me later as much as you like the Genesis and the first ofs everything. I mean, I'm not opposed to it. I guess in this particular instance as well, I probably would have cracked all of my packs anyway, because this is, this isn't something I want to necessarily hodl. It's something I want to actively use and have. Um, I want to get my block explorers out. Um, I want to get my decorations, like, because there's utility. Like, most of the time when there's packs that you're not opening, there's not really utility. Um, and even, like, I will equate it back to Magic Together. I was packing cracks. I was crack. Wow. I was cracking packs. You were packing crack. Gotcha. Packing cracks. I was packing crack rocks. Um, But no, I was like, I'm opening these packs and it's exciting because of the opportunity for profit, not because of utility. And like, you know, if I'm buying a brand new box of say, uh, you know, whatever modern or standard is, you know, I'm cracking it for utility. I'm looking for utility cards to build my deck with, as opposed to I'm trying to crack uh, a super rare legend. And I also feel like there's an element of, I guess, the blockchain, you know what packs, what's left in packs. So at a certain point, your the value of your pack could drastically drop. If all of a sudden all the explorers are found, all the Eldritch is found, and you know that you're left with like just like 50 basic packs, I think then you've like missed out as well but i don't know and they got to do something with the blockchain because you know as we talked last right, well, i had a action that i just no go ahead left oh i, I was just gonna say i put out a uh, a collection that yesterday or did it come out two days ago and it's called Dys- dyslexic 95 we're putting out 10 different packs throughout the the next month and a half like every tuesday and thursday i'm doing a drop but the uh somebody purchased um, pack number one and pack number two, the person that did that, like put them up for sale for like ridiculous amounts of money, like into the $4,000 mark, somewhere up around there, you know? 
And like, I've seen this happen before where, where people will just buy that mint one pack and they don't open it and they just put it up for ridiculous amounts, you know, like just in case there's like a hype bubble or whatnot. But I was flattered that they did it, but I, I, I just think that the, the, the mystery of what's on the other side of that pack, like you're right. Like over time, you know, the percentage is like, you know, well, you know, with which one, the, the rare ones are already out and that pack could be worth nothing. But in the beginning or in the, in the middle of it all, like the mystery of like, what is in there? What is in that magic the gathering pack? Yeah, but as a creator, don't you want people to want to open your packs? I do, absolutely. Yeah, no, I mean it's funny to me that it goes that way. It's an interesting balance because if everybody just bought the packs to resell the pack, that's my other problem. Is like I think pack resellers aren't into the project; they're looking for money, and that's what I don't like as a creator, as a player. I don't like that. Like if I'm just trying to make money off of a project. I'm looking at you tops on wax, like street fighter on wax. Like if I'm just trying to like flip some packs or I'm just trying to convert my credit card money into wax, like, okay. But like, you're not invested in that. Yeah, I agree. I just, it's just like, my point is, is that the flip or the person who's doing it knows that there's, there could be value in that. You know what I mean? Like it sucks that they're doing it, but you know, like they're doing it, you know? So yeah, well, and I think Mint One Pack, that's, it's you know, in the NFT world, that's a unique thing that you'll yeah. never get anywhere else. Like, if you knew this was the first pack of Magic the Gathering Legends that was ever minted. How many addresses, like, printed, number ones, do you have? Um, in San Francisco alone, I have over 200. I believe Not quite I have, exactly. You know, only, like, you're, you're uh, doing it there in that way, right? Well, but again, like, I'm... Uh, I'm it's not the same because they're active properties. They're not like, it's not a pack. Yeah. It's not like tied up. You're right. Yeah. But like, again, I can see pack one because if you had that, this was the off the assembly line, this was the first pack ever assembled by magic, the gathering for say the legend set, like, you would never open that. <laughs> like you wouldn't. It's a piece of history at that point. Like right. the pack being sealed as the first pack ever created is more important. And, and like this is where it gets like it's a very weird balance of like you can be a huge fan and go, this was it. This was the first pack ever created. And I'm I'm going to hold it. And it's a piece of history for this NFT. Um, you know, project. And like, there is, there is an intrinsic value to that as well, regardless of what's in it. Right. Cause at that point you don't care if it's a garbage pack. It's the first pack ever mentioned. You hope it's garbage. So that way good cards aren't tied up in it. <laughs> like, right. So it's a very, yeah, it's such a weird, but overall I tend to agree. Um, I think it's interesting. I would like them to. I'd like to see uh, holiday events have the option to keep the packs, but I don't think they will. I just don't think that, especially when you take into account the fact that they want assets and NFTs to take physical space and to be held in and on properties. So. 
like there was some discussion around like the fact that all of your NFL legits, which I don't know how this is going to work out actually, but like these are helmets and jerseys. And so theoretically, if you were going to interact with them in Upland, they need a home. You have to put them somewhere and they will take up physical space inside of a building, um, which is interesting. So like you can't really have a box. I guess you could have a box and then that box could have a set dimensions, I guess. Then you just have a warehouse of unopened boxes of legits. That would be pretty interesting. But then they also have to then make an interface to sell those packs, um, which would be completely different in size and variation and shipping and all the other cool mechanics that they want to do are really focused on individual asset information as opposed to packs. They just they're need, not cards. They just need big uh, warehouses where you can do flea markets and you just set up your little booth in it and you're up in an upland property and pay rent to whoever owns the big property. Oh my God, how cool would that be? But isn't that kind of what they were talking about at one point, like about like having tangible items? Like wouldn't there be a warehouse at some point that would be Upland's warehouse that would be sort of like the middleman I thought they were saying something like that at no, one point. No, 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 they that, are. Yeah, but they, yeah, they that's be, the plan, right? But like, you don't see that. I mean, I guess outside of like baseball cards and like CC, you know, CCGs. I'm just trying to think like mystery packs on individual items. I guess they exist because I'm thinking like Lego has mystery packs, but it's not like a big thing. Like you would never go to a boarding store and buy a mystery pack of jerseys and helmets like you wouldn't go to spirit uh right spirit of halloween and buy a mystery costume (laughs) like (laughs) you'd be like you wait a minute but i just did though you know what i mean i didn't know what the hell was in this thing that i just bought right and then they just i just got random uh nfts in a cover for my for the thing or is it always the same the same decoration in each uh, package. No, no, no. Because there's like three or f- there's like three variations for each pack. Okay, so I did just buy a mystery costume then for my. You, for my you did, yeah. Because digitally it's different. Yeah, yeah. I guess that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's similar but same. Different but similar. Yeah, I mean yeah. we're we're forging the frontier. So I mean, I think. Because even like that pack one of my art project, you know, like down the line, that's just going to be a piece of history. Like in the pack meant one pack, right? Like if it stays in that way. Yeah. No, again, so, like that becomes, that yeah. becomes a historical piece. It's not a random pack. It is a mint one pack, yeah. which in the NFT digital world is a unique thing that you don't have anywhere else in any other media collectible. I mean, I guess, like uh, signed, like numbered prints, I guess, would have that one of concept. Like this was the first right. that um, that happens, I guess. Um, so I guess in the art world, you'd have that. I'm trying to think of anywhere else where uh, like cars, do you like, I'm sure that somebody somewhere knows, like this was the first car uh, off the press for the high end ones, right? Like yeah. this is the first one that was ever manufactured there are high-end collectors that know that shit but like does anybody know like ooh, this was the first 2000 this is the first 2020 honda toaster, Accord. Like, toaster. <laughs> toaster yeah <laughs> this is the first 
toaster of the year. Like, (laughs) for the record, I would pay 2x retail knowing it was for that toaster. toaster. For that toast, easily, I would easily pay 2x retail price for the first (laughs) toaster made. Uh, in like, box, though, only in box. Oh, in box, unused, like mint condition. Mm-hmm. I will pay 2x just to have. This was the first of this line of toaster to ever be made. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah. I mean, again, and it's going to be a lot of what the market dictates and what the people who are the market makers dictate. Like, that's the other thing is, it's only cool because we say it's cool. Like right. people who, who like, it, it was fascinating to watch some of these projects come in and have no concept that Mint One was such a big deal. Like that's why Mint On Demand, where one person got a hundred Mint Ones and everybody else kind of got shit, were so poorly received because the creators went, "Well, who cares? They're all it's all the same thing, right?" No, it's not. Not the the market has said it is not. Um, even though it's the same exact asset, it's just a different number. That has now become very important to the community. Um, so you have to act accordingly now. Yeah, yeah. Now, what am what about these refunds that happened? Do we want to touch, yeah, touch so, on that? So there was so lots of speculation. I haven't seen any official reports on exactly what happened, um, what amounts. There has been some like minor sleuthing. Uh, I have heard the number, and this is unverified, not source material, et cetera, et cetera, that said $60 million, um, total UPEX was returned, which was – uh, valued at 17.7%. If everything sells out, it would be about a 17.7% return like of, of returns. Um, which, at first, I didn't understand why people were making such a big deal of it. I was like, well, who cares? Some people got lucky and got some extra OPEX, whatever. Like, let's just move on. But um, Loyal Doyle, we were talking in the cafe chat about it, and, you know, it's a valid argument on the um, the net value of them. So it's essentially a 17%, not really, but kind of, like a 17% reduction in value. The idea being that the people who got refunds would, in theory, value their packs less. Because they're like, well, it was essentially free, so whatever, I can sell them for less. And then the floor of those assets will now be lower because you have people who care less because they essentially got a refund on it. But I don't think with this particular release, I don't, I don't think we're going to see it. I don't think it was a big enough amount returned to have a substantial impact, but it's an interesting concept for sure. Like it's a smart way to look at it. I mean, 17% still kind of high in any kind of business that you run for returns or theft or anything like that you know? <laughs> I, I'm, not, yeah. I, I'm not saying that there was theft involved but I, you know well, no, if I you mean, run a business uh... you, you have a margin of returns and theft and you build it into your yeah. 
into your margin uh, and that's how you determine your price. So 70% is still kind of high. And what are your thoughts left? God, I don't know. It's all above my head. <laughs> it's just all too much. I, I, I didn't under, really understand what had happened there. Like, so what I, it just seemed like a, it just, it's a, it sounds like a mess to me. I still don't, I still don't really understand. Like, so people got refunded for what now? Like for, they bought their things and then what happened? You know, like, like it is, I don't know if I get it. Yeah. So essentially there was some sort of bug or something. Uh, the, the current, the best explanation I've heard again, completely unofficial just fan theories, but it makes the most sense to me, is yeah. that <clears throat> there was, at the beginning, like, the store went down. All of a sudden, like, you know, was, I don't know if it was, like, 30 minutes in, whatever, the store goes down and <clears throat> comes back up. The, the running theory is that the, the code cut the sale off. It was like, cool, we're done with the sale like burn essentially burn the rest and like obviously they caught it before anything happened but they're like crap we have a closeout of the sale we have all these things we need to reopen the sale and i guess the only way that they could figure to do that is okay we have to refund all these people but then how do we without reintroducing all this product back like how do we do this Right. Like, and so the, the running theory is that they just gave all the money back. And then as soon as the store reopened, they essentially just reissued, they earmarked all the people who, whatever they bought, they're like, we're going to just earmark and send these out. So that way they don't get mixed up as people continue to buy the rest of them. But again, there's not been anything official. So we're just, gotcha. okay. I think uh, I understand now. Yeah. It's just a, it's just a, it's just a bummer that uh, these things happen, you know, and and it seems like they happen too often than not. And then it just like allows people to get stressed and complain about these things. And they, we forget that these things take time and whatnot, but uh, yeah, I mean, how do, what do you do when those things screw up? You know, like they always try to go at it. The, I feel like as fair as possible. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm sure they'll say something eventually about this if they haven't already. No, I don't see anything have. official. I think they just want to let that. I mean, I don't think, again, I don't think that these legits are being devalued. I don't think right. anyone lost out on the opportunity to buy the legits that they wanted. Um, the only ones that were sold out, uh, kind of like the pre-refund issue were the $5 legits. Um, and so those, you know, those were already sold out. None of those came back on the market, anything like that. Um, and then post refund, all of the packs are still available. All of the packs stayed available. Then there's been a couple sellout, uh, the apartments sold out. And I think the luxury ones have sold out now. Yeah. Um, but again, those were all up for more than 24 hours. So anybody who wanted those had the opportunity. So it wasn't like the people who got refunds. Um, it wasn't I mean, like a top shot moment where you're like waiting for five hours and then you got asked out on nothing, you know, or whatever. <laughs> like you, there was a chance to get it. Yeah. Oh if, yeah. If you I, didn't, I mean, it everyone. was on you. Yeah. If you didn't get packs, then you just didn't want, cause you could have bought That's any it. packs yesterday. Um, the, and I mean, you could have bought multiple packs of yeah. any level. Like 
So, so do you think the Eldritch Pack is worth the price? That's the four hundred dollar question, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I yes, yeah, I do honestly because the Eldritch buildings are cool as hell. Because at first I was like, wait, if if it's just the same thing, who cares? But they actually have more detail. If you look at like the basic one, it just has a little topper. It has the main features, but it doesn't have like some of the side dressings. Um, it's not nearly as detailed. Um, and the, even the legits are like 3D, like these prisms. With they're really pretty neat. Um, so yeah, I think true Halloween aficionados who want to maximize their kind of build on Halloween are going to want the Eldritch ones because it has the most decorations. And I really hope, I really hope that they attach points to them, just like in the, um, the NFL PA legits where it's per level. So I hope that the Eldritch, if they do a decorating contest in the future is points based and the Eldritch, uh, contribute more points than the other ones. I think that that would add tremendous value to them as well. But if nothing else, they are the most authentic, heavily decorated. If you really wanted the pinnacle of decorations for Halloween, you have to have the Eldritch topper or you're missing out. You're missing out on decorations. That's right. Thank me later. Do you ever leave San Francisco? <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, actually, I'm in San Francisco for the first time in a long time. Okay, okay. And that's a whole, like, that's something I definitely want to touch base in this episode is about why I'm treasure hunting again after over a year of not doing a single treasure hunt. Spark. Why I'm doing them again. Yeah, why? Yeah, Spark. Holy spark. crap. Did you know that you can get Spark in personal hunts? Really? No. Yeah. Did you know that some people are getting a half a spark a week on personal hunts? That's huge. Right? I mean, you want to talk about a game changer? Holy crap. If you're not doing, and uh, I don't want to, are we ready to transition into that? Are we done with the Halloween thing? I think so. Let's go. This is exciting. Dude. Okay. So this. And I was not aware of it. I can't, and now I feel bad. Who was telling me about it in cafe the other day? Oh, shit. I don't remember it. I feel bad. I'm sorry for whoever told me about it. But, um, yeah, holy crap. Like, people are getting point, And even if you're not getting, you know, half a spark, point two spark for doing personal treasure hunts. Personal treasure hunts means 100. Well, at least in, in the Tier 1 city, it's 100 up X to spawn, you get one free a day, a hundred up X to spawn, and you get five minutes to just find your treasure. And I think the number is like one in 20 is a spark chest uh, on average. Wow. Yeah. And That's so if amazing, you're in a, actually, if you're in a tier one, you're getting like 0. 0.02, 0. 0.03 um, spark per chest. So these guys are just grinding out, you know, an hour or two a day and uh, getting spark. I mean, hundreds oh, of huge. dollars of spark. And that's retail value. That's what people don't seem to get. Like, like, oh, well, it's only a couple hundred dollars in spark. But that's retail. That's not, like, secondary market. 
that's essentially free infinite upex <laughs> like because you will get upex for the life of your account with that spark so it's like uh incredible it's it was enough for me to come out of retirement of treasure hunting and go back to San Francisco and honestly I'll probably stay in San Francisco for a while strictly for treasure hunting purposes and for our new listeners that have just joined us to win um so when thank me later myself just started and dizzy and you know some of the old geez there was no treasure hunting there were no um trails to your block explorer that was all new stuff that we introduced but thank me later then strategically bought places across san francisco so he would be able to jump around and get these treasure hunts and he set himself up very well and then continued to purchase around and around for it so i mean for somebody that was strategic like that this is huge you know you don't even have to compete against some of the top treasure hunters and you can just get it on your personal one which five minutes is it's pretty easy in five minutes to find a treasure when you have when you have the amount of properties I yeah. showed up right, I guess I showed up right after treasure hunting had started and it came to my mind that very similar strategy to start like buying across all over San Francisco. And at the time there was only San Francisco, right? So it made sense. Like, you know, you got to have your spaces so you don't, you can get that free landing spot to find your uh, treasure. So, uh, yeah, no, that's genius. It's nice to have you back in the tra- You just got me back into it. This is exactly what I needed. Cause I I've, I've needed, I needed a little kick in the uh, upland butt here. So uh, you, you've done it for me twice now today. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I think it's, it's all really exciting stuff. I, again, I'm excited to be treasurer because the previous, before Spark, it was just like, okay, you could get, you know, a couple thousand OPEX. Great. Like, what's that to somebody who makes, you know, a million a month? Like, it's, I don't care to waste my time to get a little bit of OPEX but you can't get spark anywhere else. Like that's a very, very valuable commodity. And I mean, Oh God, cause he's the person I was talking to. I said, how many do you have? And he was at like 12 or 13 spark already. Wow. Um, yeah. From grinding out. Like, I mean, I don't know how many he got from the cut, um, but he wasn't like, uh, eh, he might've been damn it. But, I don't yeah, that's gonna drive me nuts. but yeah, I mean, he's probably made, and I don't know what he purchased, I guess, either. But, yeah. but, but lots, still, lots of spark to be had. Somebody said and so, it, go ahead. Somebody in chat said it's an annoying grind. But, yeah, it's not meant to be easy. But the value of what you're getting from doing that annoying grind to get that spark sets you up at such an advantage. It's just not going to be, you know, easy to get. But if you put in the Let work... Me- yeah, no, I mean, again, so there's a couple factors to this as well. Um, also talking about throwbacks, uh, yeah, back when Too Stupid and I joined, there wasn't even sense. You got three a day. You couldn't pick up a paper airplane and just refresh your spend. There was no 30, 40 cents a day. You got three, and then you had to wait 24 hours for them to refresh. Oh, my God. So, anyway... Um, on, so a couple point, a couple other big things on this treasure hunting thing. One right now you can insta jump when you click a property and you say, send me there, it sends you there. 
That is not going to always be the case. When they add in real-time move mechanics to the game, when you click send, you're going to have to walk or drive or ride a bike or take a bus to the other side of the city. It so is, is not- that going to mean that like treasure hunts are then going to be five hours instead of five minutes? Well, that's that's a big question. Like, what yeah. happens to that mechanic? It probably gets completely redone. Um, and is or either- does that mode stay when you uh, you know you enter into treasure hunt and it kind of activates into this mode where you can skip around to the the deal? Maybe it does that, and then like after your time's over, you're back locked to real back to where you go. Maybe yeah. I could see that, or I could just see them um, making the prizes a lot bigger, right? So, like, yeah, it's a two-hour journey, but uh, you get, um, you get, you know, ten times the prize or something. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. But yeah. there's going to have to be major changes. Um, so, right now, it's incredible. If you're a new player, you should be doing, even if you only have a couple properties in the cities, you should be doing your daily personal hunts for A, to get to try and get Spark, and to B, at least to be better at treasure hunting because that should be one of your goals um, if you're trying to build your Spark Bank, is which is not the same as your Spank Bank, by the way. Don't mix those two up. It gets very awkward. Um, <laughs> I knew you couldn't walk past that one. Yeah, I knew you no, had I to just, come I back to that one. I couldn't leave it. Sorry. <laughs> um, so you want to really try and get those, those freebies. Get... Uh, you know, we were talking about strategies. You can start with as little as five properties in a city, one central and then northeast, west, south, you know, and to build yourself a little grid to at least start to understand how the uh, mechanics and and understand the arrows and get familiar. You want to pick a city that you're going to feel comfortable in and you're going to want to build properties. Um, Obviously, tier one is has the best treasure hunting prizes. And as much as I hate to admit it, if you're new, the best place to go for that at this point is Chicago because it's the only tier one city that has unminted properties. Um, The treasure hunting there I hear is, is pretty robust. Uh, They have uh, a lot of riot mode, which means all of your prizes are doubled, including personal gains, which is huge. And there's a weird rumor and I'm still working on trying to test this out and verify that Chicago gets 80 cents a day versus everywhere else. It only gets 40 um, unverified, but yeah, like several people have, have said yes. So that's true. Not officially though, but like numerous people have corroborated that like Chicago gets 80. Uh, Jimbo says tier one cities. I don't, I don't, I don't think it, I don't think it goes by tier. It shouldn't, it should just be account wide. This is how many sends you get per day, regardless of what city you're in. But I don't know. I I need that confirmed. Um, so yeah, do it. Chicago, if you're new um, or whatever city you, you already have properties in, you don't need a lot to start and do your dailies every day. Do that freebie, spend a couple. If you get a big jackpot, if you win, a thousand or two thousand upex. Use all of that to practice treasure hunting. Do your personal treasure hunts uh, often and start, you know, getting that spark. Spark is so valuable; it's crazy. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I'm gonna be 
Um, you know, for somebody who hasn't logged in and actively played Upland in months and months and months, um, I now, baby. Yeah. I mean, I'm back. I'm decorating my properties. I'm like, now I'm like looking around the areas. Like I'm back excited to like browse the city and just like see who's doing what, like see if any of the, uh, you know, usual characters, like I haven't checked Merced Manor or dog patch. I'm sure that they're going to rep. I don't know if Panhandle's dead. Alamo Square is getting decorated hard. Marina's going hard. Um, there's there's a lot of places. It's pretty cool. Um, I'm very excited about that. And then now treasure hunts, man. I'm I'm on that treasure hunt grind. Got some, I got a, a, a spark box today. And one, I only did like six or seven treasure hunts, and I got a spark box. I was like, boosh. I'm in. I'm addicted. How much was is there your spark a box? treasure uh, hunt alarm system? Has anybody built that yet? Yeah, I mean, for like the the public ones, like the exclusives and the rare ones. Yeah, do you guys have that on your website? There, there yeah, was a pod the, in the server. I don't know if it's still active. I haven't oh. checked in a while, but yeah, there yeah. was bots built for those. Oh, cool. But yeah, I just do the personal ones. I don't like the pressure. There's too many people. They're so good, it's insane. Yeah, like that's why. I like because the personal ones, if you get close, like on um, <laughs> there was a couple times. Like I had like three minutes left on my hunt. It was like dark red. And I was just like, eh, I could use a send or I could just float my Explorer in that direction and wait a minute. Right. <laughs> and I just like let him float. And I was like, all right, I'll come back and collect my prize here in a minute. And uh, yeah, didn't use a send. Just took my time. Wasn't rushed. Um, it's very, very Zen as opposed to like, shit, shit, shit. I got to get it. I got to get it. Um, so and then you pick the property I, next I to it and then that. somebody lands on the, yeah, it's, Oh God, <laughs> it's so frustrating. That's difficult, but yeah, I'm looking at treasure history right now. I see Jun Jun Pino. I still on, uh, out there treasure hunting. Oh he, really? Yeah. yeah. He's like the fifth on, on today's list or fourth on today's list. Jeez. He was damn. the master back in the day. It's crazy to see that he's still going. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, he had that down pat. It's kind of like one of the only old school names I'm seeing here on this list, actually. Yeah, but like that silver, so that the silver box I think is like 0. 0.3 or 0. 0.03. I think the gold one might be 0. 0.05 and the bronze like 0. 0.02. And yeah, like it's higher in the tier one cities, all the tier two and three cities, it's significantly less. But, uh, yeah. Very cool. Yeah, it's it's definitely love cool. it. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely does breathe like some life back into it for me, as it does for you. I see I'm I'm right there with you on that on that level. Cause I was definitely like uh I was addicted to treasure hunting there for a while and then I just all of a sudden went away, just stopped one day. Right. I never like, thought about it again. And uh yeah, now I can get that addiction <laughs> going again. Yeah. It's like the day, you know, they, they say, they're like, you know, there was a time in your childhood when all you and all your friends were playing out in the playground and then went inside and just never came back together ever again. Like, yeah. And you're just like, you don't, like, it wasn't a memorable moment of like, oh, yeah, this was the last time we were ever together. But it just happened. Like, that's what, that's what treasure hunting was to me. Yeah, like, definitely. I don't remember when we all stopped treasure hunting, but we all just kind of stopped one day. <laughs> yes. But yeah, 
Yeah, I'm I'm definitely excited. I'm gonna be I'm I'm back on it for sure. The especially you know that spark reward is crazy. So, yep, I'm gonna get back on it. So it's valuable. You grind it out, and oh man! But I remember like treasure. It is funny now though, because like I'm like treasure hunting, and like there were definitely times where I would like buy a property so I didn't have to use a send. Like, (laughs) 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 like for real, like. Oh yeah, for you know, three to five thousand upex to to not have to do the send and I get a property. Hell yeah! Now I'm like okay, and it's like twenty five thousand upex, and I'm like, damn it, <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> but I have a gap in my map, and it's just like, do I? Well, I'm not going to do it now because I'm like that's a Halloween pack, so <laughs> I'm going to go buy a Halloween pack first. <laughs> but like, it's crazy. Oh man, we should maybe open up a. That's once once I get uh, Upex World back up, we should have a, a treasure hunt property exchange. Like so, because I have groups Ooh. of of properties in certain areas, but then I'm like blank, and it's not like crazy. Like I'm not talking like Dog Patch, Alamo Square, like you know branded neighborhoods. I'm just talking like out in the middle of BFE. Like it's just like I don't have anything in like a weird spot of. Like Inner Richard, um, which is a weird name, actually. But anyway, like if I'm like, damn, who's got something between, you know, 9th Street and 6th Street along Clement Street in uh, Inner Richard and then, you know, just trade, you know, value for value just to spread out maps. Um, I would definitely be open because, like, I can guarantee, like, if somebody wanted to get into Knoll Valley, that I own blocks and blocks and blocks of <laughs> <laughs> from those damn no Valley competitions. Like, yeah, I can hook you up with a, a grid in no Valley. Um, but yeah, thank God they got away from those. Those were just insane. Yeah. Yeah. Th- those were so, uh, Soma South of market. I know is a, a difficult area. Damn. That's built out as hell. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to nerf Spark because they've always hyped how important Spark is and you're and right now you we still have smaller structures. Sooner or later you're going to have the bigger structures, the the huger commercial properties that you could build or the or sky rises or skyscrapers or whatever you want to call them. So I, I don't think they're going to nerf the Spark nerf the Spark anytime at any time. Well, I think I think Jimbo is more referring to the spark reward in treasure chest, which is possible. Um, and keep in mind that right now, you know, yes, you mentioned larger buildings, but keep in mind that spark will be used to manufacture any non-organic external um, NFT. Right. So anything that's going to be outside that's non-organic. Um, required. So that's going to be your cars. That's going to be your decor. That's going to be your signage. That's going to be, you know, all of that stuff, anything that's going to be live outside um, cars, I think is going to be a big one. Um, vehicles, all of that's going to take spark to manufacture and, and do stuff with. So um, right now, you know, we're worried. Oh, well it's, you know, a lot. I think people will end. I think the top people will probably have, once it gets, especially when spark mining comes in, I think this is just like right now it's, it's kind of like faux mining, <laughs> like, 
you can mine it in this way. But once they have mining and stuff, I would imagine that those top players would have in the 30 to 50 range that that they're using then to support businesses and the creation of the assets that are then being sold. Um, it'll, and I think it'll be more than just your basic. Well, definitely will be more than just your basic construction stuff. So. Oh, absolutely. But yeah. All right. We're ready to give a hundred thousand up X away. Always. Wait, how are, Oh, cause yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we just won't have a giveaway next week. Right. Gotcha. So, um, you didn't give away. I mean, we could still make a giveaway up. We could just be yeah. like, uh, yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> you got nothing. All right. I was like trying to think of something clever. Oh, oh, you know what? Oh, uh, yeah. Spin the. Spin it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got, I got a, I got a one line quote. I got a quote. Yeah. Gonna... And this is for. Ooh. Bacon. Nice. Congratulations. Congratulations there, Bacon. Um, please uh, give me a DM and uh, I'll buy a burner off of you. And Bacon was All here right. and Bacon left. He missed it. Damn, missed out. So I got, I got one. Uh, I, got, I got a movie quote for this week. So we still have Upex to give away, like right from, we still have some overflow. Yes. So I, I got one. Okay, so the, <laughs> I, this is going to be stupid and cheesy, but whatever. Uh, wait, have we dropped any Franklin bombs yet? We have not. Okay, so I'm gonna I'll I'll clean it up so that way this one doesn't have to be explicit. I'm tired of these mother effing explorers on this mother effing plane. There you go. Name that movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I was going to take the one that we had discussed earlier. That's like a given that we have to quote at some point. Right. I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to ruin that one, but I was like, ah, that's a, that's an easy. Yeah. No, he dropped some shits, but no Franklin bombs. No Franklin bombs. Okay. No Franklin bombs. Um, we do have really quick. We'll run through, uh, the fantasy football league. I got my ass whooped by Nishirin last week, um, and that was the biggest blowout of the week, 147.76 to 93.66. So great job there, Nishirin. Uh, trying to beat Max Lifers, 69ers. Thank me later, beat up on Dizzy pretty good. Wow, good job. And uh, in the uh, in the house, T. Davis beat up on Sparkles, 126 to 97. Franklin Bombers took a loss to... Uh, TM and Mars Utah beat Pain Hurts this week. We do have some fun matchups of I'm playing Franklin Bombers and F- Franklin Bombers did fall out of first place last week. Troy and Nitrin are going head to head. Dizzy's going against Max Lifer, Sparkles and Thank Me Later, T Davis versus Pain Hurts and Mars Utah versus Clyde Torres. We're about halfway through the season before the playoffs start, so it's always fun and uh, shit talking's always fun. And you're not doing as well with your auto draft this year, but you are positive at four and three. Well, yeah, I mean, it was only a partial auto draft. So I blame any inaccuracies on the auto draft. All of my points are from my awesome drafting. But I don't understand because 
I, I tried to buy a defense. To, when do they go through? And now I'm like missing a player. I don't know what the hell's going on. I have so many. I have no idea. My my team is nonsense at this point. But shout out to Jay Burrow crushing it last week for me. <laughs> do you do you regret getting C Davis? Oh wait, hold on. How's C Davis performing? Uh bad. Oh, he's he's been on my bench the whole time. Al, his his little picture can tell he's mad at me for putting him on the bench. Don't look at me like that. But C Davis. But this is also you know, talking with thank me later. One time we were talking about, you know, hey, you know, AJ Brown's hurt for the Titans. I said, but AJ Green's killing it on uh the Cardinals and then he's like, How many colors of AJ are there? And it just went downhill from there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like they should finish. I feel like Crayola should sponsor an all AJ colored team. Not colored people, colored names. Although they, <laughs> let's be honest, they will probably be both. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving, Moving on. on. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on from that. I mean, I'm just looking at my lineup. I'm looking at my lineup when I say that. I'm not, it's not, it's just statistics. Right. Just statistics. Just statistics. So you do have a lot of stuff going on over there, Left House. So why don't you let everybody know uh, the things that you're excited about, things that you got going on right now? Well, yeah. So, uh, you know, we we do the Upland Action NFT News every day at 1 p.m. PDT. I I just learned the difference between PST and PDT recently. So I'm proud of myself on that one. But so, you know, uh, centered around the show, we uh, started a uh, an NFT uh, collection called the Action Family Club Card. And it's an interesting uh, collection of like weirdo faces. And um, there's different sort of things that come with being a holder of this card. Like, actually, we have a, f- a feature film that we're going to be releasing soon, but to probably towards the end of the year or uh, at the beginning of next year. Um, and uh, the holders of the Action Family Club card actually are going to uh, earn some rewards from a pool that we're going to allot from the uh, the earnings from the film and other collections. And uh, we started something really, really fun. We started a weird animation project called Action Family Matters. And episode one just came out today. It was our Halloween special. We held uh, auditions for the, uh, the, the members, the holders of the uh, Action Family Club cards. And they submitted their favorite character that they were holding with, with a, along with a resume that they helped create. And then a, rand- a randomization process happened. We picked four, four, four holders to be our first characters. And we're going to have a vote. And the, the winner will go on to episode two. And if you get voted to in three times, you'll get your own spinoff episode. So, uh, and uh, we're getting close to our to hitting our first mark of uh, selling out twenty five percent of the collection. And at that point, like all sorts of things will be unlocked, and even our daily NFT giveaways on our show will change and how the how you enter and how that goes. And uh, we'll have a little a uh, little bit more of a, a a wallet to buy higher end NFTs to give away and stuff like that too. So that we're on the up and up and we have a lot of fun, fun, silly products, our projects product coming out at the, at this moment. So tune in, we're on the YouTubes. We'd love to see you. We'd love to have Wait, you. Wait, so are, can people still sign up for, cause you were saying like 
people have like little voice acting and character yeah. spots and stuff. Is that still a thing that people, cause I want to do that. That sounds yeah. super dope. Yeah. I yeah. Wanna... We're going to, we're going to release an, uh, an episode every month. So yeah, soon then we'll start the audition process uh, again here for the, uh, the, the holders of the action family club card. And uh, yeah, so yeah, I'll I'll send you some links to so you can get into this. It's it's a lot well, of fun. And, well, and it's how, like, how do the listeners get in? Is it on Wax? Is it on where is it? It is on Wax. Yeah, we're we're um that's that's where the the we the Nifty is the 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 place where we're selling oh, it okay. from. Yeah. So uh, you know, but you can find them on Wax Nifty. It's kind of like the same, right? Yeah. Uh, two different sort of interfaces or whatnot to get to some of the same stuff, but. Um, so yeah, so that's where you can find us from, but yeah, just, just come to the show and I'll get you the information there and, uh, but, uh, thank me later or just hit me up in discord or wherever you can find me and, uh, I'll, I'll get you guys the information. Yeah. That sounds super cool. Awesome. That's awesome. Uh, got anything else before we get out of here tonight? Thank me later. Uh, no, uh, minor update on, uh, Upex world. So we are progressing those who have seen, uh, the fan server has been rebranded to the Upex world, uh, server. It's going to be for more advanced tactics and Upex world conversations. So we're getting rid of a lot of the duplication on what's on the official server. We won't be doing, um, any of the raids and stuff like that. That's all hosted now on the official server, um, and, and like newbie questions, we're going to be focused more on actually buying selling strategy, uh, group coordination, things like that, as well as conversations on Upex world. Our database is uh, currently complete. I think we're at 30 million transactions or something ridiculous in our database, um, catching up to um, all of what, you know, essentially every transaction that's ever happened in the history of Upland. Um, organizing that into a MongoDB, and we're going to be building a really snazzy front end for it um, to be able to get you the insights and the data that everyone has been so excited for. Awesome. <laughs> yes. Franklin, Franklin says the Genesis server, if you will. <laughs> yes. It, 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 for those who have been around, the fan server was um, founded essentially the exact same time the official one was started. I believe we still have the highest membership outside of the official Discord for a server completely dedicated to Upland because um, I, I think we're at almost 3,000 members now. Um, and, yeah, all of the people who were supported via Patreon or Server Boost, we now have a new VIP section. We're, we're really switching up how we're doing things. Um, so showing you know love to anyone who's been a part of that journey uh, will get a VIP status um, on that server. Um, and yeah, so if you're not on, come find us. It's literally discord.gg backslash UPX. We have a, a personalized URL, so feel free to use that. Um, and yeah, super easy to find us. Very nice. Thank you so much for that. Can't wait for that. I mean, it, it's amazing how big of a vacuum it's created without having Upex World and then the thing that it became after it was purchased to having absolutely nothing with accurate data now. People can't function. It's like you took their crack away from them. Yeah, it's it's been, and again, I... 
I cannot stress enough how much all of the outpour of support and uh, talent that we've found in the community who are willing to help with the project and just, you know, the rally cries of we need this um, back. Um, it's It means the world. It keeps our teams very motivated um, to get this out. Our alpha launch is looking we're, we're shooting for November, um, so hopefully we can get some things wrapped up and get you something live in November. That's our tentative roadmap. The roadmap is on UpX World um, for everyone to look at. Lots of cool stuff there. So, Yeah. And uh, Left House, thank you so much for joining us tonight, and it sounds like in uh, two more weeks it will be you and I hosting the podcast. So look forward to that, my friend. Uh, that sounds wicked. I can't wait. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. It was super fun to to be here, and it was a that that the the uh, resurgence spark that I needed. Thank me later. You really kicked me in the ass on this one, so thank you. It was good. Good. Yeah. yeah. Hey, man. Uh, I'm just paying it forward. Someone kicked me in the butt and was like, "Wait, you're earning half a spark a week doing treasure hunts? Get yeah, out of good. here! Like that's so good. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll take any amount of spark. Like." Because it all adds up a oh, little yeah. bit. You don't need to get half a spark. Don't feel bad. Because half a spark is like the highest I heard. Most people are like 0.1 to 0.2. But, I mean, even at that rate, like, you're going to get a spark every little bit. Like, you, that all adds up. And I can't tell you how important in a game like this, small accumulations add up to big accounts. Um, it's all compounding because you get that spark, you can rent it, you can use it to build your own buildings. It all compounds um, over the course of, of this project. So, yeah, I'm very excited about it. Yeah. So get on your personal trouble or treasure hunts and uh, start setting up your little networks. And until next week. Great show, you guys. Great show. Award-winning show today. Award-winning show. <laughs> I mean, because you're here, I would tend to agree, yes. This was an outstanding show. Yeah, thank me later won't let me classify the episode before we do it. So that's why I just say we have episodes now. Yeah, well, I mean, I think after you're done, you can look back and go, yeah, man, we had some solid. Well, I mean, this was primarily Upland content. We talked about Halloween. We talked about the, you know, the legits and the and then the treasure hunting. I mean, lots of good stuff. So, yeah, solid show. Indeed. Indeed. And we had left. I mean, anytime, anytime left gets to be a part of anything, I'm just super excited. So, oh, me too, absolutely. Yeah, oh, don't jump too. on the bandwagon. I was his fan first. Ah, oh, negative. <laughs> You're the one that was failing this week, and I was like so excited to do a show with you again, left. So, man, how many shows have you done just you and left? Um, I I think I was his first guest. I think I was the yeah. Genesis. I think I was left Genesis fan. Actually, first guest indeed. Absolutely. Yeah, in your face, in your face, Genesis fan. Yeah. All right, awesome. with that, everybody be safe. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. It's the Opix Podcast, baby. Glad you tuned in. Got your host, thank me later, and you're stupid to win. Might become an obsession as soon as you begin. Start out king of the street, then lock in iconic in. Welcome to Offland. Grab your Opix, man. On your way in the door, hit you with four grand. 
get to buying and gripping than to selling and flipping over the moving and shocking. I'm Scrooge McDuckin' in office.